0: Hello. Welcome to Reddit Readings. Today we are on r slash askreddit and listening to some funny stories told by mechanics. Enjoy. Reddit Readings, Episode 51 Mechanics of reddit, what's the dumbest thing you've seen someone do to their vehicle? Had a customer once who had their oil light come on and couldn't figure out how to top the oil up. He thought it might have worked like his boat motor, so he poured a jug of oil in his fuel tank. Bad snow day, for whatever fuck reason we were open. Guy pulls up needing a flat repair. He pulled up in a way the car could be just pulled in. Co-worker goes to pull it in and can't stop. Slams into his box, wasn't going fast enough to damage anything. Car had zero brakes, say something to the customer, oh the foot brake? That hasn't worked in years, you have to use the hand brake. We inspect the vehicle and discover it doesn't even have brake calipers in the front. With the hoses clamped off and not an ounce of brake fluid in the master cylinder. And the most surprising part, they didn't want to get the brake repairs done. Not a car mechanic. But I knew a guy who used self-tapping screws to fasten a roof rack to his car. Worked as a car cleaner at a dealership one summer in high school. Guy towed in a relatively new, top-of-the-line corvette he had bought there some time before I started. He was pissed that it had died on the road and been running like shit before that. Ranting and raving about he spent all this money and it only went X months slash years before completely breaking down. One of my work buddies got it up on a lift and started looking it over. He opens the oil drain plug and nothing comes out. He pulls apart the engine and the oil could now be best described as glue. Owner talks to the guy and asks when the last time he changed the oil was. Guy had zero idea what he was talking about. He had no idea that you had to do that. He assumed you just added gas and that's the only thing you needed to do. The engine was a complete loss, which meant the car was a complete loss to him. New 5-speed Civic came back in with shifting problems. Car only had around 500 miles. Dad was with the son, screaming Lemon Law. I start looking it over, and notice the front tires had almost no tread and the rears were brand new. Pull the shield off the trans, and clutch fibers and pieces start falling out. Call the father and son out there to look at it. That kid probably got fucked up, when they got home, lol. The list is long. Removing PCV hose, assorted vacuum lines, O2 sensor, etc. Thinking they are going to get better performance. Cutting a wire under the dash, to hook up a stereo. Then bringing the car to me to fix the tail lights. Pouring 3 quarts of oil in, but the dipstick still shows low, because they put the oil in the radiator. Putting gasoline in a diesel truck, again. Not a mechanic, but former service writer. Woman comes in for an oil change, some common minivan, nothing out of the ordinary. Walked by the van while it was up on the rack, and noticed one of the tires was nearly bald in the middle, cords showing, textbook overinflation. I check the tire pressure was well overinflated. Then looked around the vehicle, two more tires were in exactly the same state, overinflated and showing damage from it. The fourth was a bit underinflated, no glaringly obvious tread wear. Pointed it out to the customer when she came back, asked if there's any reason three tires would be overinflated. Long story short, she was occasionally seeing a low tire light on the dash, no indication of which tire, just low tire, told her husband, and he just aired up all four tires. Happened again, fixed the same way, rinse and repeat. So over time they kept the tire with the leak going, but managed to ruin the other three. Buy a tire pressure gauge, if your car doesn't give you tire pressure readings of individual tires. Dudes spending thousands of dollars modifying their pickups for off-roading, even though they spend 99.99% of the time on highways and the furthest off of a road they ever get is a logging road that a stock forester could tackle with no problems and then complain about extra shitty fuel mileage, and having to pay for new 35 inch knobby tires, that only last 10k miles, because they wear out super quickly, if you drive mostly on pavement, and having to replace their front wheel bearings every other year, because those larger wheels and tires are a lot heavier than the stock ones, and being super surprised to learn that parts for a 3. Ford's ton pickup can cost multiple times more than the comparable ones for the small sedan they sold to afford their bro truck. Did a co op at a shop back in high school? Guy complains about how his car doesn't sit straight. We pull it in and don't even need to put it on the lift to realize that he has 17 inch rims on one side and 15s on the other took me about 45 minutes of explaining to him why cars aren't made like that, before he told us that he'd be taking his business elsewhere. On a side note the side with the 15s were 100% bald, like racing slick bald and everything in that car was falling to pieces. I have too many stories of shit I found in people's cars there, but this one has to be my favorite. Let me tell you about Diamond Plate Guy and Focus Bro. Diamond plate guy had two things he used to modify his truck, a drill, and a ton of diamond plate. It was an absolute base model V6 Ram 1500 with the exhaust chopped off, which I thought was bad enough until I opened the hood. He had drilled or glued diamond plate to every flat surface, air filter box, intake manifold, fan shroud, etc. This was 18 months ago. My eyes still haven't recovered, but this isn't the end. He had some crappy wheels that he had painted white himself. I know this because he painted the inside of the wheel where it seats to the hub, which caused them to seize to said hubs. I literally had to buy a bigger hammer to smack them off. Focus bro, guy had a custom straight pipe, full Sparco race seats, 5 point racing harnesses, lowering springs, and, a base model, automatic Ford Focus SE. This probably won't be the worst one in this thread. I used to know a 30 year old who would put the car air freshener duct taped outside the exhaust, kind of just dangling in front of the opening. His logic was it makes the exhaust smell better for pedestrians. I bought my car off a guy for $785. For all intents and purposes it worked fine, but the guy said that it overheated almost daily, 1999 Nissan Sentra, manual, 135k miles. If it didn't overheat it would have been closer to 3 or 4k, maybe even more. I bought it anyways, cause I could try fixing it, and cause I was desperate for a car, my old one died, and I live 10 miles from work. So I brought the car home, the guy filled the radiator per an agreement we made, and the overflow tank was already empty. I started feeling along the coolant piping, and when I came to the thermostat sensor housing I could stick my fingernail inside the gap. My fingers came out soaking wet with coolant. Went to a parts store, spent $10 on a housing gasket. $3 on some liquid gasket, and $50 on new oil, a new oil filter, a new air filter, radiator cleaner, and coolant. Spent an entire day putting that gasket in, the reason it took so long is a freaking story and a half that was all about Murphy's Law, changed the oil, cleaned out the radiator, and I haven't had any trouble since. All in all, a perfectly working car for about $850. I kinda feel bad for the dude who sold it to me not a mechanic, but we do almost all of our farm equipment maintenance. Brother called during a hellacious snowstorm telling me, hurry, get over here and bring beer. I arrive with Bud Light in hand. He's got two lawn chairs under his carport. We get a beer and settled in our chairs out of the snow. We commence to watching his methed out neighbors that are higher than kites push this Mustang. They're trying to push start it. After about 10 minutes we are hysterical. They had been trying for almost 2 hours. It was an automatic transmission. The previous mechanic didn't know how to patch an exhaust leak, and had tried to weld a to can around the leak. The leak caused the second oxygen bank to fail, which is why they tried to patch it with the can. Not a week later the bank read a failure again. Completely fill their engine with oil, and wonder why it's smoking, and then locked up. Not a mechanic. But a car enthusiast saw a couple of cars where owners didn't know what basic maintenance was. Like no oil change, no brake pad change. The oil turned into jelly and you had to scrape it out. The most ridiculous thing were the brakes. My mechanic friend showed me the brakes of an elderly lady's car. The brake discs were gone, like almost completely wiped down to like 5 to 6 millimeters. She said to him the car feels weird while I brake. She didn't actually do anything, but a girl at my school noticed her check engine light came on, and she wasn't sure what to do, so she started asking around. Teacher told her to take it to a mechanic and have them look at the engine. She goes, okay, where's the engine? Without missing a beat teacher responds, that compartment in front of the passenger seat that opens up. Glove compartment, really? The whole thing ended with a class trip outside to her car where the teacher opened the hood to show her the engine. She asks which thing in there is the engine. My poor teacher used to work on classic cars, and I'm very sure he wanted to die. Oh finally a chance to tell my story, I'll keep it short. Guy comes in with a kia sole for an oil change, mentions when he tries to pass people on the highway the engine bogs down, doesn't want to pay for diagnostic. So I just say we'll see if the visual check included in the oil change brings anything up. This guy put some aftermarket turbo kit in that was just a big fan attached to his throttle body. When he was at what it would close the circuit and the fan would blast air into his engine. Only he wired it backwards. The fan would turn on, spin the wrong way and the engine would starve for air. When I was in high school in Belgium, all the cool kids rode mopeds since it's the only motorized vehicle we are allowed to drive under 18. This one kid got a brand new Honda before the start of winter. Took it completely apart in order to clean it and put it back together. He completely degreased it and it rusted and failed within weeks. I worked at a Chevy dealer and now work at a Jaguar Land Rover dealer. I'm not surprised at people's stupidity anymore. More than once I've seen people add oil to the coolant reservoir, I've seen the inside of motor where the customer never changed the oil, since it was new and the car had 50 xxx miles on it. The dumbest thing I see every day is people come in with broke suspension parts, bald tires and no brakes. They don't buy any of it and just want the oil change and insist we are trying to rip them off. But the same person will come. In raising hell over a small safety, recall and refuse to leave until it's done because the car is unsafe. I had a guy bring his motor swapped late 80s F-150 in for some transmission work. These came factory with either a 300 straight 6, 351 V8, or 460 V8. He put a 2.3 litre carbureted 4 cylinder out of an old Ranger in it. The reasoning behind the swap was that it'd improve fuel mileage at the cost of some speed. The thing could barely move under its own power. If you floored it, it would top out at about 55 miles per hour wide open and take a good minute or two to get there. My old mechanic had a guy come in with a Ford probe. He claimed it was low on oil. They take the dipstick out and the whole stick has oil on it. He checks again with the same result. The guy took the oil cap off and looked into down into the hole and said see it is low. He had put 3 to 4 cases of oil in the motor trying to fill the entire block up. Thank you for listening to Reddit Readings. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and leaving a rating.